We acknowledge the traditional owners of country throughout Australia and recognise the continuing connections to lands, waters and communities. We pay our respects to Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islanders, past, present and emerging. Sovereignty was never ceded, always was, always will be. Welcome to the Euro Trash Talk podcast, where me and my friends not only pick apart each of the songs of the Eurovision Song Contest, but we pick each other apart too. Episode 5, we're finally here, and as I am recording this right now, we are just days away from our first rehearsals for the contest, which it just has come up so quickly. I don't know about you, but I feel like I'm not prepared for the chaos. We have no idea how much information we're going to get about the songs and we can only continue to talk with each other and debate about each entry. And this week we are talking about five songs once again. So jam-packed episode. Uh, We are going to be talking about some contentious ones, I think. Uh, some that we are not sure of the end result of. And that's the fun of the podcast, I guess. <laughs> and uh, this week we are joined by Aeon, Zoe and Aiden. And I'm just stoked you guys are sticking around. I am hoping that from this point onward, we are definitely sticking to our bi-weekly podcast episodes so I'm going to be working as hard as I can to make sure we make it on time for the first semi-final so there should be two a week um, up until the day before the semi-final and uh, I am really excited particularly for the next episode where we have two very special guests joining us I'm not going to spoil any more I'm just gonna you just gonna have to wait until uh, later this week Uh, but for the time being we're going to launch straight into it. Here we go. I always feel so weird doing this because we've literally, we've been sitting here for like an hour already talking. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, hi, how are you today? So, hey, uh, welcome to the podcast. We've got uh, just another- like spawned in. Yeah. <laughs> we need like a spawn in noise or like a, like a doodle. <laughs> uh, I think that's copyright written. I think that. I just made some noises. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, we've got three guests joining me today. I am excited to finally have Aeon back for her second episode. Back in a better. Minute. It's been oh, a minute. Exactly. Electric Boogaloo 2.0. Let's go. Yep. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Hello, Aeon. Uh, we also have Zoe joining us in studio today. Hello. Hi. Hi. Hey, friend. Hi. Um, electric Tripoloo for me. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and I'm here every episode. But we also have uh, from home. We have uh, our friend from Sydney joining us, Aiden. Hello. Hi. I'm also here for my third one. Actually, I'm really, really delighted to keep getting invited back. Is this your third? It is, isn't it? Because I was here for the Holly and this Zoe is one, your third. and then I was here for the Kaz, yeah. the Kazama Frazzing, the, the Kazama Frazzings of the podcast. Yeah, the the Gustavadan. Yes. <laughs> 
I laughed so hard at Gustavo Dunn. If anyone's a fan of this podcast, it's the seven of us. <laughs> I feel like yeah. I listen to them. I'm like, man, we're so funny. <laughs> anyway, we're going to be hitting up five countries today. It's a lot. Yeah. Um, but before we, Aiden, are you refreshing are you Twitter? Twitter? <laughs> <laughs> you're done. You're done. Can you focus looking- on the podcast? <laughs> Put your thing on silent. Can you what pretend you care you? about this show? <laughs> you little... <laughs> I was like... <laughs> Put it on silent. Fuck. It's on silent. I'm not using my phone. I'm just checking for a tweet. Wait, I'm not using <laughs> my phone. Yeah. I'm te- what are you taking? It has literally been recorded. Yes. Is- we all went. We, have we you all looked in- at each other like... We literally have you in Dolby Atmos. Just want you to know. Yeah, this is a spatial audio episode. (laughs) We are literally in your walls. Willingly, publicly admitting that you know what the notification sounds like. That's that's a big deal. It's Twitter. It's the refresh. refresh. It's worse than you that. Where did we all meet? (laughs) Yeah. Be for real. Be fucking for real. Without silent mode on. I mean, I know I didn't have silent mode on, but like. Are you gaslighting us? Maybe. Just, just a little You're <laughs> fucked in the head. Anyway, that's enough of that. I was going to ask, has anything happened in the Eurovision world that any of you want to discuss? Oh, you get, can we talk about the karaoke tracks? Oh, we can oh, talk about the karaoke tracks. my God. The, the Georgia one the in Georgia particular. One. Okay. And, and the, the click track at the start of Romania as well. So the professionalism <laughs> this year is, it's, it's, it's astounding. And Andrew Lamprew. I loved that. I found that really Oh, funny. Lamprew. 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 Wait, what? They misspelled his name. No, they fucking didn't. Yeah. <gasps> Lamp. They managed to do this every year, but they like linked to several of the wrong artists. And I always wonder like how that affects how they get paid. But like not oh. only Andrew. Yeah. I think oh. like, um, Alessandra, I think they linked to the wrong one and stuff. Well, I mean, they miss out on like all eighteen cents. Big whoop! Like I'm. Yeah. <laughs> well, zero, it depends zero, zero, what zero, you three. are listening on because if you're listening on Apple Music, you can't actually stream the official Eurovision album. You have to go and buy it. What? Oh, yeah, you can't stream it. Yeah. Right. You what? have to stream it. There's just a playlist. I mean, you have to buy it. Sorry. Yeah. No, you can stream it, the individual songs, but they only put up the uh, karaoke yeah. album, not the official album. So there's. Yeah. So thank the Christ, album, you Christ, there's no uh, Romania revamp. And there's no solo revamp with the slow-mo dance break. (laughs) Was anyone paying attention to Poland, though? Let's be real. (laughs) That's fair. I have to bring it back to uh, Romania on a personal note because I have never been so shocked in my life to open the track and hear the Pro Tools metronome at the front. (laughs) It was so funny. Little did we know that would be the best part of the revamp. I know. (laughs) I was so shocked by it. Like, I know why they've left it in because it's karaoke, but I feel like you could have done like a little, like, like a little, like on the, like a guitar yeah. or something. Yeah, Not something a, a bit more. Pro Tools. Boop, 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 boop. Yeah. And the fucking MIDI piano vocal guide on uh, Echo. Oh it's God. so camp. So oh that God. makes I me wonder it. if they genuinely believe that the instrumental is such a mess that a normal person wouldn't be able to follow along with I absolutely because think why that's would they case. leave that but in if there? they do I that it was an try listening to the ear ear karaoke and try and fucking sing along like if they're going to do that for it's ease six, yeah going to do it for ease of singing along there are multiple songs you'd need to do it for this year 
But like, they've never done it before, which no. is why I'm so confused. I think it's just an accident. Like, don't question mm. Giga. He is a producer. <laughs> he's just he's just everywhere, everything, all at once. But do you think it's also so the, um, the like the innie monitor things? Like, this isn't meant to be the actual karaoke. It's just what she'd be It is hearing. a guide. It feels mm. like yeah. it was a guide for her. Yeah. And they were like, instead of we can't be fucked revamping yeah. a karaoke, let's It'll just help. give them the guide. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or just like send it to her to be like, all right, here's where you sing. But you think, yeah, you delete that before sending it into the EBU, right? Yeah. Yeah. You think. It, it's shocked me the way that they've gone about this karaoke yeah. album. It's odd. Yeah. Did you guys, because this is very specific for Australians. Uh, yes. 2018, did you buy the album as soon as it got released? No. No. Because oh, I, I did on iTunes. No, if you bought the actual CD, uh, yep. disc two, all karaoke. You're oh, kidding. What? Yeah. The, the first pressing of the 2018 CD in Australia, they fucked up and they put karaoke on the second disc. So they had to like... Wait, so half the songs? Half, yeah, half the album. <gasps> oh my God. So they, I think they ended up like you could get it, like the fixed one for free from memory. I've got both still because I think it's oh, really wow. fucking funny. That must be worth like tens of dollars by now. That's a crazy Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I'm rolling in it. My retirement fund is right in that one CD. <laughs> <laughs> tens of dollars. I was very disappointed to see it wasn't up on Discogs as a separate entity. Yeah. No Discogs. No Discogs. The individual like uh, defect. Defect co- copy. Yeah. Selling $500. <laughs> These songs, hey. Hey, hey, hey how's your vision? should talk about your vision. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Let's talk about songs. We're going to start by talking about a song that I think at the start of the season was quite contentious. So we're discussing Chechia's song. My Sister's Crown by Vesna, and the song won its national final, ESEZ. It used to be online competition, and then it finally has moved back to being live. I don't know if it ever was live before. Yeah, I mean, live's a very bold statement. This is actually the first time it's been, like, broadcast live. Like, it was just a YouTube stream, but in the past, like, last year they, like, recorded live performances, and then every year before that it was just music videos. Mm. Yeah. Yes, that's right. So the song won by... A huge margin. Massive televote score. The song itself, it's sung by a girl group who are all from different nationalities within Europe. Yeah, there's like three Czech, one Bulgarian, one... uh, Say it. Russian and (laughs) one... (laughs) There's another... There's another one I'm forgetting though, isn't there? How did you guys feel about the whole voting? Because I... Almost didn't vote just out of pure protest. I don't think that international viewers should have more of a say than the national viewers for a national final. I love that's the thing that I like the fact that I can vote because I'm, you know, like we're Australian, we can only vote in so much. Yeah. Mm. You know, but I think that there is some charm in the nation being able to select the entry because then, like, the accountability is on them and it's not like yeah. a stack on yeah like i don't mind adding in an international public vote or an international jury but the fact that it was 70 30 yeah like i feel like even if i don't like a song like i've come to warm to it more but when gustav won you're a song yeah i was shocked but at the same time i'm like if that's what the belgian public want that's like that's great if that's what they think whereas with this like it was good that the czech and the international vote agreed but like if international vote went for just say pan rabbit 
and the Czech people really want a Vesna, I'd feel a little bit, I don't know, if I was Czech, I'd feel pretty kind of dark on that. Yeah, it's a bit devil's advocate well, this position, only because it's also that position is a is a practical choice by Czech Republic because ultimately you don't vote. You as a Czech, yeah. you know, citizen cannot vote for your country. Yeah. And so I can see the reasoning or the rationale behind mm. why they pursued the whole 70-30 split because they want to appeal to people outside of the Czech Republic because only the people outside of Czechia can vote. Um, but at the same time, I think you're right. You want people of a national final of that nation to back their song so that whatever happens, if it wins, if it flops, at least they can say, hey, it was our pick and we yeah. did it and we're going to back it. Um, yeah, I'd, yeah, I'd fully get why they did it. Like it makes sense to have people pick a song they're going to vote for in May. Yeah. But I feel like in a country that's already dwindling with their Eurovision support like by the citizens like Czechia, I feel like something, a move like this is – and especially broadcasting it on the Eurovision channel, having voting by the Eurovision app, yeah. like – I feel like it's not doing anything at all to bolster that country's support or care for Eurovision. They actually, the public got a little more of a say this year. Last year, they were 25%. This year, they were 30%. Last year, they had lights off fourth out of seven. So, like. But that geez. was also with a jury, though. Was the jury Czech yeah. or international? So the jury was international last year. There oh. wasn't, there was no Czech oh art. God. Like it was all Eurovision artists, but none of them were Czech. <laughs> I always thought the jury was Czech. Oh, that sucks. No, it was like you had like John's Tears, one of the Bucks Fizz Tories, um, <laughs> Ticks. Ah, brother. All right. Yeah. Well, that's pretty lame. The people wanted, oh, they didn't want I'm a B. Never mind. Screw them. Yeah, no one wanted Alice Mraz, just you. Tell me, how are we feeling about uh, the song? I'm going to start with Zoe because if uh, pictures could talk. And we don't have any pictures here because we are an audio-only media outlet. But if uh, you could see Zoe's face right now, it would be interesting. The studio is so good. It's such a good song. I have never seen a good performance of it, though. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm fucking terrified for me. <laughs> yeah. What do you like about the studio? Like, what's... It just sounds really fun and upbeat. I know Aeon's going to echo this in a second of saying the chorus is... Somebody say Georgia. Or she oh. said echo. Oh. oh. Get out of her Okay. Yeah, anyway, I know Aeon is going to like, agree with this. But like, yeah, the chorus is just so solid and it really carries a song. It's got a good heart. It's got a good sentiment. I think it's good. I just And, like, the visuals in the music video are insane. It just looks so pretty. But every single live performance have sounded like shit. They've been really boring. Even the ESCZ. I mean, ESCZ I can give I, a pass because everyone was pretty f- bad in that. Like, I, I know. I kind of thought it might be a sound yeah, issue. But then, like, the pre-parties I've seen, it's like then they need to bring a lot of the fun from the music video and they're just not. It's the three at the front and the th- other three on, like, their instruments yeah. and just, like, playing like I get like why are they playing put... instruments? That's such a weird choice. Like obviously there are instruments in it, but like it's such a vocal led piece. Are you anti women playing instruments? <laughs> well, no, they should just like be you know participating in it, not just like you being, started like, the with default well. band yeah. staging. Yeah, they need more choreo. I think we're not going to get the full package at you know 
mm. pre-party Espana. But at least I'd like to see some change. I don't know. Wear a, wear a funky outfit. Add some new choreo. I can say funky. It's fine. Uh, so it's a problem when I say yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Got it. Because you right. say it in relation to Luke Black. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I'm not going to throw to Aeon yet because I can see she's itching to say something, but I'm just going to let her process Aiden's thoughts. This is a girl group who hasn't been afraid to get funky. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> Guys. <laughs> how many episodes ago was this? Like three? <laughs> Sorry. And it will no. continue for another 30. <laughs> yeah. You know yeah. what? I'm pretty sure this was my favorite in the in the national final. And even then my thought on it was just like, yeah, it's fine. I don't know. I've never really had strong opinions on this. A lot of people thought it was a winner. I was thinking, I think we should wait because there will be songs that we prefer. And I think I was fairly correct in saying that. Semi-final one, right? They have Azerbaijan and Netherlands on either side, right? Yeah. So I'm thinking where you've got this kind of like alternation between like you've got like Israel, Moldova, Sweden, Azerbaijan, Czechia, Netherlands, Finland. Like you've got this kind of pattern where like they're clearly favoring certain songs and leaving certain other songs out to dry. I Mm. don't necessarily think they are a sure qualifier despite this. I look at semi-final one and I'm like, only five songs have to not qualify, but I can pretty much find a reason for every song that isn't cha-cha-cha or tattoo that it's going to not qualify. And I listen to them sing it live and I'm like, this is not good. And like pre-parties, you can't necessarily judge pre-parties, but I also can't remember the last time we were like extremely wrong about an artist sounding bad at a pre-party who then massively turned it around. Honestly, as someone who doesn't like the song, but can recognize that it's quite beloved, I think it would be really funny to have this as a shock non-qualifier because I don't think Mm. anything has been quite that shocking in a while. So I'm kind of living for the drama, honestly. Like if they go through, love them. Love the song. I don't love the song. But um, <laughs> if they don't, um, here for the drama. There was some drama that happened when they were chosen. Would you like to discuss that? I reckon it's why they were chosen. Okay. it was happening while the... Yeah, I, I, it was happening while the voting was on. The whole uh, Russian members singing in Ukrainian thing. That isn't even true, really, in the end. Like, she's Wait, the bassist, isn't she? Like, I think... People oh, but thought she's... she sings it, but she doesn't. She's just the bass I thought guitarist. the music video, they were all Yeah, I thought they all it. sang yeah. in the, the chorus and stuff. But regardless, yeah. like, she's been very vocally anti-war, anti-Putin. I think it would be fair to say that the Russian storyline was perpetuated a little bit further when mm. there was a TikTok posted mm. uh, <laughs> <laughs> by someone. Whether you agree or not, they are a prominent name, I guess. Yeah, they're decently well-known. Decently well-known I personally blame them for Queen of Kings being here. So, yeah, they're pretty prominent. (laughs) Uh, Someone posted a TikTok about the song and why I I guess it would be a bad choice to send Vesna because I don't even know the reason anymore. Like, it was so long ago. I think from what I picked up, it was a mix of the whole Russian thing and also this idea of like Slavic unity that they're putting forward. They're putting forward with a good heart. But I think that message has also been co-opted a bit by the right and by Putin and like Putin mm. sympathizers of like, bring back the USSR. Of course, Vesna aren't coming from that angle at all. They're talking about, you know, unity, 
you know, standing in solidarity. Sisterhood. Sisterhood. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're like specifically subverting Slavic Brotherhood by making it about sisterhood and exploring it through like a feminist lens. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I think most of the arguments fall flat, but I do think the fact that they were happening the week during the voting, I saw almost more push for Vesna in retaliation to that than I did of the actual critiques. And I think that's why, at least with the international vote, because that would have mainly been Eurofans who are very online. Mm. Like, who else is going to care about a Czech national final? Yeah, Um, I actually wasn't going to vote because I thought the lineup was pretty dire. And then I saw that and I was like, well, now I kind of want to vote for them because I feel bad because they're being harassed for daring to be born somewhere. I did the opposite. I wasn't going to vote because I thought the whole selection process was bullshit. And then I was like, I don't feel right. They're going to win on a pity vote. My favorite was Pam Rabbit. So I ended up voting for Pam Rabbit. Your yeah. favorite was Oof. Pam Rabbit? I know. Yeah, that's actually, by like a that's decent margin. We could argue that um, this sort of propelled Vesna to the win because people were sort of siding with them. What about we hear from someone who actually likes the song? Uh, I'm going to throw to my friend Aeon, who's been sitting very patiently in the corner. She's been writhing. She hasn't been patient. <laughs> I was going to say, you've made me look good. I was ready to throw hands. I'm sorry to all our listeners who had to listen to those two awful opinions before us. They're just tasteless heathens. And and it's just, it's a shame. But, hey, you, you, have, to, you have to live with the cards you've been dealt. First, let's get one thing out of the way. This song is qualifying. Like, come on. Shock NQ. Like, Vesna could go up on that stage, press play on the instrumental and burp for the three minutes. And that I've song. That before, I think. I have. Well, I'll say it again. And I'll say it again. Thank you. That's basically burp. what they've done at every pre-party. Yeah, Listen, pre-parties, everyone has bad sound at pre-parties. ESCZ. I'm sure we can explain that one away. But let me tell you. When have we you get seen May, the clip on Instagram of them trying to harmonize and it's not hitting though? This is this is the pattern, babe. And it's on the Eurovision page, by and the way. And you know what? This is what you do. You draw people into it. You lull them into a false sense of security. And then you put your pussy out on display on that stage and win. I'm telling you, it's this is a this is one of the best songs I think, in Eurovision in the last at least 10 years. It is the cuntiest chorus maybe in Eurovision history. That's about 400 songs, Aeon. I, and I said what I said, and I'll say it again. <sighs> when you listen, when she says, Sestra Krasiva, you're already ascending. Like, your furniture's floating. <laughs> like, it is just, it's magic. And I actually don't really like how that bit sounds, to be honest. And you know, that's okay. We can't all be blessed with taste. That's fine. We, 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 we keep our flaws to ourselves generally, but if you're comfortable exposing your sins, that's all right. I just think we're all assuming too quickly and too soon. And their qualification, I think, is no doubt. I mean, they're in a semi with flipping Azerbaijan and the Netherlands and, and you know, five songs are going to miss out. Come on. It's a televote. This is a televote song as well. It will eat. The only, my only singular issue with this song, it's very minor, but I hate the whole doll thing. Like when they say, yeah. we're not your dolls, and then they pretend to be like a lifeless marionette. Maybe I'd scrap that. But otherwise, I mean, chef's I, fucking kiss. I can't see this being a tell. I, I reckon this would get through when the juries. There are what no, juries oh, are going to give there them? There are no juries. Yeah, but there are no juries. 
Yeah. Oh, I get your point. Yeah, Sorry. that's what I, I meant. Like, like if there were juries, I reckon they'd be a lot more safer than they are. Also, is this the semi-final that Ukraine votes in? I can't remember. No, it is not. They have France, Germany, and Italy. They could pick up some solidarity points there. But mm. if they're not there, I don't know. And I'll get back to this when we speak to Croatia. I think Croatia and Czechia are going to split this, the solidarity vote. That is... And my bold take, in Croatia's favour. That's... We'll get, we'll get back twice. to that. <laughs> we'll get back to that, but I just wanted to chuck that in now. In a, in a semi with five songs to miss out, do you really believe that this is one of those five? I don't think it will qualify, but I don't think that it's a very – like it's it's not on lock, it's not safe. I reckon it will, but I wouldn't bet on it, you know? Interesting. So if they could perform it well live, I'd say yeah, absolutely, without a doubt. I just don't see it – right now translating well on stage i think like if you're looking at it through the lens of five songs have to miss out i'm pretty sure like the general consensus would be there are three songs with like pretty much no chance at this point it would have been two i think we're veering towards three now with pre-parties because i'd say ireland azerbaijan my meow meow and the netherlands now i think a lot of people Mm. would agree those three are probably going to be missing out and then you need another two out of the remaining 12 songs i think it's unlikely that czechia will be one of those two but i also can see them missing out to 10 of these remaining 12 songs you know what i'm happy to take this criticism on board <laughs> Where's this going? <laughs> i just think out of particularly this semi where there's a gulf in quality i don't think this will be a victim to it isn't this the semi that's stronger <laughs> Isn't this no, the one everyone thinks is I, better? Semi 2 is heaps better than Semi 1. Oh, you're so right, but I don't think many people would agree with us. Oh, I mean, they're wrong, but anyway. Yeah, um, <laughs> but there's just something, and maybe it is just the listening, because I've got the studio on, like, constantly listening to it, and each time I do, I feel that connection. I, I genuinely feel the words. I don't speak the Czech in there, but it, there's just some power in there, and I I really think it'll translate across. Yes, they, have they got things to work on for sure? But I don't think there's anybody out there right now who's semi ready at the moment. I I mean, Finland is literally in this semi, but Finland was going to walk it anyway. I think it'll be when you've got Finland and Sweden, they'll take the bulk of the televotes. Whatever's left, I can't see the Czech not having an impact because it's very different. Can you just look at the countries and affirm that you really think of the 15 countries that we, are there? We want confirmation on air I want right you to now. look right now. No, no, no. Look at all of the countries. Not just your little uh, paid my Eurovision scoreboard semi-final <laughs> splits. And you are, you are confidently saying right now mm-hmm. that Chechia could be third in the televote. Absolutely. With I genuinely, especially in this climate, with that message, take down the timestamp <laughs> of this statement. But I really think, if not top three, maybe around top five or so. I don't. I, I, I honestly think this is a wouldn't song. rule it out. I'd say it's like anywhere from third to twelve. <laughs> That's like everything. Third to twelve. Okay. <laughs> he said, "I'm covering I, all I, my I, bases." I'm certain that it's gonna get. It's going to be a place in the semi. It's not going to be top two. It's not going to be bottom three. What else do you want from me? I ask this because 
I I know how you feel about this country in general. Mm. Sorry, this is going to make everyone laugh, what I'm about to say. But do you not feel like Israel would be a more likely televote third I was place? actually thinking Israel. Yeah. Like, you're so fine. Or Norway, even. No, Norway's no, no. there. Yeah. Yeah. Norway, 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 Israel. I do. I do see that happening. That wouldn't surprise me. I just think, unlike Israel and Norway, this one actually has a solid message behind it. It's like you listen to it and you're like, wow, this is a strong message. And Israel, I'm sorry, Israel literally could have been developed by fucking chat GPT. It is, it's, it's, Probably it's is. pretty, yeah, it's, it's pretty inane, but it's got a great instrumental. So I can see the appeal there. I can see, I can draw parallels between Czechia and Norway. I can see that being. Especially in the vocals. It. Yes. We'll get to Norway separately. But genuinely, I, I really think this is a strong showing and I really hope that the audience does pay them their dues. Otherwise, I don't think we'll be seeing Czechia in, um, in, in, the, context, in the contest for too much longer. They might no. want to withdraw. Yeah, It's already on their second channel. Yeah, yeah. Oh. So they've been sticking around like on and off since like what the mid-late 2000s. So they qualified, what, twice, three times? Yeah, they had three flop years, came back in 2015, and they've been around since. And they've qualified like four times, I think. I stand, friend of a friend, uh, lights off. Uh, oh, only Nicholas three. And Nicholas. Oh, and Nicholas. Oh, and Nicholas. How can we forget? Mr. Spine. How can we remember? Mr. Spine. Anyway, I'll go around the grounds. Uh, is it qualifying, Aeon? <laughs> Absolutely. Great. Your opinion doesn't matter, Zoe. <laughs> Uh, I think yes, but I'm not very confident. I think it's going to be kind of like in the the lower lower half. Okay, and Aiden. I think it's a likely qualifier, but I don't think it's certain by any means. Great, rated out of ten, guys. I think Studio is the probably one of the easiest ten out of tens. Do I'll the live lives? I think it comes down to about an eight. So together, <sighs> we're looking at about a nine out of ten average score. Go mm-hmm. and get your ears checked. Zoe? Um, I'm not going to do separate because at the end of the day, the live's all that matters. I'm, I I want to have faith in it. I really want to. Ha- I'm going to give it a seven. Okay. I, I just. It's higher than I thought you were going to give it. Right now, if they were to perform it today, how they've been performing it recently, it's like a five. I really do hope. Because like Czechia's staging hasn't been terrible. They're known to kind of put a little bit of effort in. Like not crazy, mm-hmm. but like, Enough. you know. They're usually pretty decent at it. So, yeah, I I want to be optimistic and I want to say seven. Okay. And Aiden? I'm not going to condemn this yet because my initial impression of it isn't too positive. So it's a 6.5 for me at the moment. I respect that though. That's actually, yeah. I think you're yeah. quite more positive than I thought you yes. were going to be. On There's room to plummet down to like a three. <laughs> like <laughs> good news for Lorene, I guess. <laughs> Always bringing in Lorene. Just leave queer women of colour out of your mouth. I was just looking at what I have at about a three. I also have Lazara down there and Torchy. People of colour. You're just going after people <laughs> of colour. And Riley, like the Waysian oh, no, representative. Yeah, people of colour. People of colour. Faroe that's Island. Korean. Yeah, people Andrew of colour. Andrew Lambrew, Cypriot men. <laughs> I need to excuse myself from the podcast and go work on this internal bias. <laughs> Hashtag healing. (laughs) 
not gonna try and do a cheeky it's little a accent. It's me, Letri. Letri. That's a good opening. Thanks, Aeon. So we're going to talk about <laughs> Croatia. <laughs> so Croatia are sending quite an interesting song this year. And as Aeon has pointed out, it is by the band Let Three. And they are singing a song entitled Mama Shicha. I'm saying that right. Is that funny? <laughs> it's such a strange syllable to hear, like outside of the context of sounding like a sneeze in the middle of the song. Yeah. That's yeah. you. The song won Dora, which is Croatia's national final. Did you two watch Dora? I listened. I didn't watch. I I listened to the songs and then I definitely forgot them all. (laughs) Okay. Very much the same. Listened but didn't watch it live. I don't know. Like, I didn't hear much in the lead up to Dora. Mm. Usually I do hear, like, at least something. But this one was very left out of field from what I could tell. Like, didn't have high hopes and I thought there I left with a few songs that I liked like mm. I didn't expect much and yeah I was surprised and yeah I just also like I just forgot about it and I forgot to watch it live and just haven't had a chance to yeah catch up. fair but like the selection was fine like it wasn't bad yeah it was yeah. one of the ones on the day with like eight different selections so I don't oh. think many people ah. tuned in yeah fair too too super a Saturday yes yeah, yeah. No, I thought the selection was a bit mid, really. That was a bit disappointing. Dora Um, being disappointing? Oh, my goodness. (laughs) I say this is a general Croatian apologist, too. Like, I love Demir. Um, um, What's the other one? Uh, Lighthouse as well, Nina Kralic. Yeah. Um, Like, let me tell you. Yeah. (laughs) Croatia's generally not half bad, but this one I thought was a particularly dismal selection. Except for Bye Bye Blonde, of course. That was good. I liked that. <laughs> <laughs> so what did you think then of this song? Because the song is very, I guess, it is quite a little bit, I think it's Polarizing. the most political song. It's easily the most political one That's, we've got this year. Yeah, and I'm surprised it was. It got the tick. I guess yeah. because it's anti-Putin. It's yeah, like I mean, well, the EBU's already made a stance against by banning Russia. So I think mm. it'd be kind of like... And the, Belarus. Like he's not... Yeah, yeah. Well, it's anti-Putin and anti-Lukashenko. Yeah, yeah. Like uh, they're not f- coming out, you know, actually saying the exact words "fuck Putin." It's very clear, but they're kind of like uh, got enough kind of goofiness around it that yeah. they're getting right. They're not doing a uh, "we don't want to Putin." Put in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like because because uh, like the EB never took a stance on the the mm. Georgian Russian war. Mm. Like Russia was never put out by that by the EBU so I think you could argue they took a stance by hosting the contest in Russia and banning yeah. Georgia but oh, yeah yeah but like in their in mind like, that was apolitical yeah I could see the EBU the centrists that they usually are yeah considering that as a yeah apolitical move whereas this was yeah yeah so Aon, what do you think about this uh, look I my distaste for this song is to nobody's surprise I hope I don't get it. I, I don't know what's going on. I'm hearing now that it's the most political, so it could have fooled me. I would not have had a clue. And I think that's probably one of the the biggest issues for me with this song is that it just looks childish and goofy and not in a funny way. But at the same time, I'm very, very cognizant of the fact that for some reason that I can't explain – People all over the world go fucking rabid for this kind of 
like this tune. Like I'm thinking of what, what was last year? Was it Trent Trent Trentotel? Trentotel. Yeah, whatever. that whatever. Yeah. How are you? Moldova. Pronounce? Moldova last year. I'm thinking of um, oh. The name escapes me. Was it 2012 or 2011? So lucky. Zadobzadob oh. as well. Yeah. That's so the you same just have that for Zadobzadob. There we go. It's the same band. Us. Yeah. And that was 2011. What yes. about uh, Bunike Baratova, the first one? I'm Not a fan. <laughs> we're, so, got, we're going deep cuts now. Yeah. That fucking the Moldovan cash. band was in 2005. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> same guy. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so they're all the same group, babe. Same culprit. Yeah. <laughs> but. That's very much the vibe that I'm getting for this song, and I it does not appeal to me at all. I'm not a fan, and but I say that knowing that I'm in the minority because each of those songs have done quite well. Like Trenital came last year was like it's like third yeah. in the televote. Third right? in the televote. I thought it, did it win the televote? No, no. Oh, no. you probably won the televote. The, the second. Yeah, it was, was second it? in the televote. <gasps> yeah, was it second? It was second in the televote. Yeah. yeah. That's horrifying to me because I feel like that's what's coming for this song. That's that's <laughs> my that's that's my fear that I. Oh my god! <laughs> but you've just said that this won't be top three or five in semi final one. So what is the truth? The truth is a malleable beast, Aiden. <laughs> <laughs> it's bigger it's, than it's us. Bigger than us. It's bigger than bigger. you or me. It's bigger. also it's also very temporary. Nothing is forever, but. What about Elvis Mraz? <laughs> All right, we have to stop referencing other Eurovision and national final artists. So make your point. Okay, look, to just it, to wrap it up, I don't like it. I don't get it. I know, I understand there's a strong message behind it. It just doesn't come across to me. And, but I, again, will not be surprised if he gets through. So that those, those I think, sum it up. What about someone that likes this song? Do either uh, Zoe or Aiden uh, get behind the silly little Putin song? I like the silly little Putin song. Yeah. I think it's cool and I think it's going to do well. Tell us why. I just think it's it's really goofy. I think out of... Cause I remember you we were saying before with uh, Czechia, there's, two, there's actually three political songs, big political songs in the semi. You've got Czechia, you've got Croatia, and then you've got Switzerland. Switzerland's the way. Oh, little yeah. little Swiss boys sing. I don't want to be in a war. You're in fucking Switzerland. No one's voting for that. <laughs> Historically, um, um, the yeah. most peaceful country of the <laughs> yeah. Like so, it's it's really just like Czechia or Croatia. Um, I think this anti-Putin message is probably one that resounds with a lot of Eastern Europeans personally. Uh, I would go as far as to say most of them have had some maybe dicey relations with Mr. Putin. Putman. And like let three because I, I did look up because at first I was like, this is funky, why is it funky? And I did I did actually research a little bit on this. Let three have been around for like the eighties, I think. And they're pretty well known in Croatia and I'm gonna guess the other Yugoslavs and like the Balkan region. I feel like the only way I could probably translate this into Australianisms, oh, this is not gonna translate to anyone else outside of the four people I'm talking to right now. <laughs> and any Australian listeners. Yeah. Um but it seems like they're kind of like imagine a band with like the prestige and like the well knownness of like Cold Chisel with the goofiness of the Chaser. Oh, like oh, so, yeah, they released one that. album. They released one album that was just nothing, like absolutely nothing on it, and they sold like a couple of hundred thousand copies. They released one album which with like one physical copy, and it did really well on the radio. 
the label reprinted it, reissued it without telling them, and they staged a live public mass suicide fi- firing squad. Fake. No, they didn't. Fake, obviously, because they're <gasps> still here. But like in like a public square, <gasps> like they went walked around naked and got fined for public indecency, and then said they weren't naked because they had corks in their ass. Like this is the kind of band <laughs> that we're dealing with. Wow. And apparently, they've been kind of like a bit of a jokey wish list for a lot of Croatians, from what I can gather mm. as well. Right. Yeah, I think it's fun. I think the goofiness of it will translate because like you said everyone loves a goofy song and the very clear anti-putin anti-lukashenko thing i think will really resonate i think when you say very clear anti-putin anti-lukashenko is how did you know because i'll be totally honest i had no idea what the song was or who was directed at yeah i didn't when i first listened to it because when the dora songs came out i didn't have that music video Mm. when i saw it live i mean the They've got like very similar facial hair. They've got the dictator outfits. They've got the guy at the end dressed as like Lenin. Mm. Apparently he does have like Lenin on his forehead in Croatian, but like jumbled, words jumbled. Uh, I didn't okay. get that. Yeah. But there was also that thing. I'm just so up to date with current events. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, like there's that thing of like uh, Lukashenko gifted Putin a tractor for his birthday. Mm-hmm. And it seemed like they were singing about tractors. Yeah. Okay. So it was like. Yeah, I don't know. It seems like it's taking the piss out of dictators and I feel like the one dictator you're going to be taking the piss out of right now is Putin. Yeah, gotcha. That's kind of how I initially read it anyway. So I'm now going to ask Aiden, who is currently tweeting about this song as we're recording this podcast. So that was Aiden, like 15 minutes ago. Bitch, don't fucking... I can see you. You've literally gone in and found your Dora shortlist. You probably looked for that. I and did, then we have talked port- about it. <laughs> Don't pretend we weren't talking about it. So tell us how you actually feel about this song yourself. I'm really conflicted. I feel like this has never been high in my ranking. It started out last. It's still in my bottom 10. It's not a song that I've ever had high, but I still sometimes listen to it. And I think, do I actually quite like this? It's... It's a weird one. The The visuals are off-putting. And I, in a way, they're meant to be. But in other ways, it's just, like, very, like, ugh, like, it just looks icky. And yeah. I don't enjoy watching the performance as it is. And that might mean that I never quite click with it. But then, you know, sometimes you listen to it and you're just like, you know what? It's got those, like, really, like, dramatic guitars in it. And it's got, like, quite oh, a build to it. And I'm like, you know what? I actually might like this. Um, yeah. And obviously, you know, obviously I support the anti-Lukashenko, anti-Putin message of it all. So, you know... I'm kind of waiting to see what they do with it for a European audience as opposed to a Croatian audience who are perhaps more familiar with their antics. Yeah. They, but they honestly, walked Dora, didn't they? Uh, yeah. I can see it qualifying. I can see it falling on its face. It really depends how they decide to communicate the message. Like, you know, I'm not comparing it to Incorporasano in terms of, like, the actual song, like, musically. Yeah. But definitely in terms of how they convey their message. If they go for, like, people will vote for it because it's funny and they play up the kind of comedic aspects of it or if they really try to, like, hit the message home. This is one where I have it, like, 28th at the moment. I'm I'm thinking it could either stay where it is. Well, this is true of any entry, but it could either stay where it is, fall dramatically, or it could end up, like, in my top 15. Like, really, I am completely open to changing this my mind on this entry. Aiden, you Another 3 to 12th place You can't situation. be flip-flopping. You've got to actually feel something no, about but, like, this No, I entries. don't feel something. I feel conflicted <laughs> on this say one. say that. 
I did say that. That's what I started with. It's true. That yeah, you like did, the but then you're also thing. like, it could stay, it could go up, it could go it's down. Just, like that it's is one just what a ranking does, babe. It's not a song you're ever going to listen to. It's a song that's going to live or die by its live performance. So I am waiting for the live performance. And We're so until close. then, I'm just going to say it's pretty bad. But it also might not be. I just, it, I listened to it. And what? I, huh? <laughs> I listen to it and I'm like, is it bad? I feel what? like it's bad, but I don't know if it's bad. I think Aiden, it's what's bad. that? I, kinda, I didn't know it was gonna be short. Um, it was gonna be Croatia that short circuited <laughs> having a meltdown. <laughs> what's the limit for you? Like, where do you say yes? It's a good song in your ranking. Everything thirteenth and up. And where is it bad for you? Twenty third and down. And you said this is like 28th, right? Yeah, so it's in the bad region right now. We're all just like perplexed and, about and, and it. But that doesn't, mean, that doesn't mean it's going to stay there. I'm it not should. saying it's going to be there after the show, but I'm definitely saying going into it, it definitely is not one that I would choose to listen to more than the 27 songs above it. But after the show, my rankings are more based on the live, you know? Well, you can save that for, you know, the after show. Okay, uh, well, for now, rankings. I'll say I don't listen to it. I don't enjoy it. But it's also not one where, like, it's not a song like Ukraine, where I'm like, I don't listen to it, I don't enjoy it, and I don't see any potential. I see potential it, here. It's just why not is currently Ukraine being realised. just realized. catching strays? <laughs> they, haven't they been through enough? <laughs> <laughs> okay, fine. France. Great. Yes. I just, if you're scratching your head at home, so are all of us. So don't worry about it. We're confused too. Dare I ask you, Aiden, is it qualifying? <laughs> Anywhere from second to Aiden, fourth. Aiden, 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 Aiden. <laughs> yes or no? Is it qualifying? Hammers, I'm coming to your house with hammers. <laughs> semi-final two, I have such a good idea. And semi-final <laughs> one, I'm like, I need to see rehearsals. I have no Great. idea what's you're happening in semi-final gonna, one. You're hardly going to be executed for getting it wrong, my yeah. brother. Fine, Christ, fine. Please. My instinct it's says it's Ireland and Switzerland. It's qualifying. That's my instinct. Okay. Okay. Thank you for that uh, 10 minute interlude. Zoe. Yes, it's qualifying. Move on. Really easy. Aeon. <laughs> my head is saying yes. My heart is willing it no. But I still I, just need a one. Okay. <laughs> one word answer. Uh, it pains me, but yes. Okay. It's qualifying. Out of 10? A two. Oh. Two out of ten and one and a half of those is because of the anti-Putin message. That's Musically, true. it's nothing. Aiden? Anywhere between... No. <laughs> no, mate. Give me a whole number. No decimal point. Not even half? Cl- no, mate. You oh. have lost the half privilege right now. Two. Great. A two as well. Zoe, like a six. Okay. Maybe like a, a six and a half. I'm a little half, so I don't do halves. No, because normal people know how to be confidently say with their whole chest a number. Just a number. This is my first half, I think. Maybe my second. I haven't thrown out the 3.16789s. Yeah. Indecisive motherfucker. <laughs> All right, so we are finally moving on to the next country, which is Estonia. So we're going to be talking about Bridges by Alika. I'm just going to throw it out. What does everyone think about this? Um, 
No, nothing. Not really. <laughs> <laughs> did you did you say fridges? Yeah. Fridges. Fri- fridges. Well, you were all pretty icy on this song, so. Uh, oh, uh, <laughs> sorry, sorry. Okay. Uh, not good for the bit. All right. Don't worry about it. Uh, qualifying. No. Uh, it's no. like. Eighth to twelfth, I'm gonna. Oh my god! Okay, eight in the bit. You're eight hedging oh. your, but you're is giving Switzerland. Word? I'm sorry, I didn't know. Okay, okay. Is it qualifying? No. no. Uh, rate, rate it out of ten. Three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, <laughs> ten. Cool. All right. I there are no thoughts on this song. No. Yeah, literally nothing. Head empty. She, it's the most song that has ever songed. Yeah. Smooth brain. She's she's cursing the fuck out of that singing. She's yeah, that's it. Yeah. It's I think that's the first so about uh, instant trash opinions. So thank you for this segment on the uh, instant trash opinions. We'll quick fire around. <laughs> quick fire round. Instant trash opinion. We're throwing this song in the bin. We're moving on to a country that's worth talking about. I mean, we're moving on to Iceland, so... Exactly, a country Hold worth talking horses. about. A country worth talking about. Jade said what she said, and she meant what she said. Iceland, yes. So we're going to be talking about Iceland's song, which is Power by Dilja, which won the national final, Song for Kepnen. And Song for Kepnen, I feel like, is usually a really strong national final every year. And it's something that I know that myself and Lockie look forward to. I don't actively watch it, but Lockie always plays me the best of it. And I really enjoy Song for Kepnan. However, there might have been, I don't know if they've had budget cuts at RUV, but it was a pretty, it did feel like Song for Kepnan was held in a shed this year. What? Uh, don't you think? Slightly I've turned back. It was in the same venue. And it still looked like a shed. So I want Icelandic sentiment. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, So I want to know from my friends here what we think of "Power" by Dilia. Yeah, it's fine. I usually follow "Song of the Captain," and then I just didn't this year. I don't know why. Like I didn't. I didn't even listen to the songs, honestly. Um, so I can't really base it against anything that it could have been instead of it. But like, yeah, it's it's fine. At first, it kind of felt very nothing. It definitely grew on me. I got it stuck in my head for like three days, and like on repeat, it was bad. Yeah. And then it it rose a lot during that time. It's fun. It's catchy. She has good energy when she performs it live, but the staging is just so nothing. Yes. She needs to add something else. Like she's got great energy, but I don't think her alone on that big Liverpool stage is going to carry it. Aeon, I really really like this song. I, unsurprisingly, I think, and it's grown on me ever since it won um, Songva way back then. There's something about the chorus that I I can feel almost like the drum and bass influence in there. And I really imagine like a drum and bass remix of this song really popping off, particularly in the UK, who are crazy or go crazy for for drum and bass. Just get those breakcore beats in. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah. I agree about the staging. I think the staging's probably the weakest part of this package. Yeah. But for the most part, I think it's very enjoyable, very catchy. It's an earworm. And I think she's got decent vocals to carry this. So really huge fan of the song and, yeah, love it to bits. What about you, Aiden? 
I think it was a solid choice in the lineup. I definitely preferred it in Icelandic. The song, like, doesn't, the meaning doesn't really change much, but I think the lyrics are written pretty elementarily, so I'd prefer not to understand them. Honestly, I don't really like the pa pa pow a bit or anything. I think it's, like, decent live. Like, the staging is a bit nothing, and the suit is ugly, and her voice near the end goes a bit growly for no reason. But, like, I, I'm sounding like I really don't like the song. It's, like, just outside my top ten. It's fun. It's, like, a little drum and bass adjacent thing. I just think it needs some work. I think it made sense as a compromise decision in Song of the Kevin. There were stronger options that weren't delivering what they needed to deliver live. And yeah, look, it's probably going to be a borderline qualifier. I get a lot of Svala paper vibes. Yeah. So I'm kind of like, yeah. ugh, it, ugh, I, I, I worry that they won't fix the staging or that they'll make it worse. Because I don't know how I would stage it, to be honest, but I wouldn't be using stock footage and a business suit. I so. just really hope she doesn't come out in like a cape and like a superhero costume. Oh, surely not. <laughs> They use the abandoned Technicolor staging. Oh. <laughs> I can see them going for almost like a Shireen Euro song, but is it making it real weird? That's yeah. the only way I can see them staging mm. it, which I don't know if it would work, but. I think it needs a lot of like bright white light and like cinematic camera shots. Like I think this is a song where I'd be like, add, you know, let's get some letterbox. Let's get some blinding white lights. Let's really like play with the visuals. And not just have something as plain as like, here is a video of a flower growing. Here is a video of a bumblebee flying. Like, it's very like, oh, bigger than the universe. We've seen it all before, you know? I very much agree with you about the staging. I think this needs something cinematic. I don't know. Did you say letterbox? Is that the thing with the bars on the yeah, TV? Yeah, like, like making it look cinematic. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very Armenia 2018. Yeah. Yes. Got it. Yeah, Got it. good on you. Okay. You're all congratulating me like this is an when's achievement. Your, uh, when's I'm your really bachelor degree that. in cinematic uh, <laughs> film oh, <that's>, studies? Yeah. <laughs> Once I finally open a letterboxed account, that's when I get my Join bachelor's us. conferred. Join <laughs> us. Um, but, yeah, I think that's one way they can mix it up because I can't see you doing anything physically on that stage to kind of carry the song's meaning. It, it'll have to be a lot of kind of camera shots that, make her connect with the audience and hopefully maybe just some more stillness like letting the camera do the work instead of running around the stage because i think the song is solid but the performance Mm. is letting it down when it doesn't need to be she's not the problem the staging is yeah for sure okay it sounds like we're talking pretty positively about it Mm. the song is in the second semi-final Mm -hmm. the song is between cyprus and greece it's definitely so are we feeling like it's going to sneak through? I know that you said that uh, it, it feels like it's Svala vibes, so it might just do that thing where it's a good song but doesn't get through. Are we seeing that it could be a potential qualifier? It's Aiden, I'm going to need a solid answer from you. <laughs> I'm going to say I'm leaning towards non-qualifier, but that's assuming they do nothing. Okay. I think the song is a qualifier, but I do not think the package is a qualifier right now. I think it's a borderline like a borderline at best. That's a good answer. Thank yeah, you. How often do they usually change the staging? I feel like usually from Songva to Eurovision, they usually make the staging bigger, but they don't yeah. change it drastically. Mm. I've been considering it started with nothing. I yeah, I don't know. How I think Paper was actually the last time they drastically changed it. 
And also um, Unbroken. Unbroken. Oh, they changed the unbroken. staging for that one too. So they don't have a good history with making that work. Because it's, yeah, it's between Cyprus and Greece, but before Cyprus is Belgium. And I think they both sit in a similar upbeat empowerment type of thing. I don't know if them being even the same stamina being that close. I feel like Belgium's got a lot more pull and a lot more to offer and it might steal some votes off of Iceland, honestly. I'd actually say Cyprus into Iceland is one of the most samey runs in like either running order. Like it feels like they're both very mm. mid tempo and themic. Yeah, it's just I think it's gonna be a battle of the stagings, really. I think knowing that that running I think it also might help her by having two or three men before and after her. It's almost like a bit of a palate cleanser to yeah. have her on stage. So that could work in her favour. But running orders don't generally determine yeah. where you where you finish. I, I guess think. it is like a more positive vibe in between yes. two. Actually, I don't know what the vibe is for Greece. I haven't listened to it enough to be able to pick that. So I probably shouldn't be saying anything. Did you see, I won't say who this was, but did you see someone very recently say that running order, like if you've drawn the second half in an all televote semi, chances are that all the qualifiers are like going to be every song on the right hand side of the running order. That's fine. Uh, in my qualifier predictions, I think for semi one, let me find it. Yeah. For semi one, it's everything except for Switzerland. Wow. Wow. Like it's uh, like Switzerland's first, Israel down to Finland, all qualifiers. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. I, but I also kind of buy that because I know televoters are fickle. Like, they will just... We've all got those... Fucking talk about TikTok here. Talk yeah. about TikTok attention span. Exactly. <laughs> no, <laughs> no one's remembering shit. That's yeah. true. So that also doesn't surprise me, which is why I think all televote semis are an abomination. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> Shit-ass, dumb-ass choice. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Martin Erstedal, you will be dealt with. Yes. I want to say, yes, it's going to qualify... I'm going to back myself here and say it's more likely to qualify than not, mm-hmm. but I would not be entirely surprised if it didn't because for once I actually do agree with Aiden's assessment. I think the song's a qualifier, the package isn't. Great. Yeah, I'm the exact same. I, I've got it down as a qualifier. I think the song parries, but yeah, it's just, I can really, I reckon it's going to be a big one for the uh, the little middle stage. You know, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> She'll, she's going to tear that off, I'll tell you what. <laughs> I forgot um, about that being like an option. Yeah, the second stage in that little runway. I think it'll qualify. I don't. I wouldn't call it a shock NQ if it NQ. Mm-hmm. I think it'd be an understandable NQ because yeah. it means that they haven't changed their staging. Yeah. Yeah, I reckon, it, I reckon it will. Finally, I want you to rate it out of 10. I would say eight and a half out of 10. Aiden? Six and a half. Clutching In pearls. Icelandic, though, would have been more like an eight and a half, but English six and a half. I've got it at like a seven. Yeah, it's fine. That's a good, it's a good spread. It's all it's red. Yeah. Yeah. It's completing the um, the Estonia ranking. <laughs> the other <laughs> half. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The other half of the Estonia Let's get ready to rumble! (laughs) This is going to be a bloodbath. Right, so, España, now is your time. I love my Spanish fans. (laughs) Uh, Aeon in the blue corner, Zoe in the red corner. In the the blue corner. Because I'm a Democrat and Zoe's a Republican. 
No. (laughs) So, who are you backing, folks? So, I'm I'm hearing is LNP. Oh, no, I'm down. (laughs) (laughs) So, we have a Spain lover, and I mean love, because we've been hearing Zoe's top three for the last few weeks and hearing that it's sat solidly in third position. So, we've got... Second. Is it second now? It's... my, I don't want to oh. spoil. Do you mind if I spoil real quick? Go. I have been waiting to do this with Aeon specifically. This is my second. Okay. Aeon, Aeon where's this for you? I have, I'm pretty sure it's your second last. I think so. Second versus second last. Second last. And then we also have Aiden here third wheeling with, where is it in your ranking? It is my seventh place. Oh, okay. So that's fine. That's not in the middle, but that's it's okay. It's recently overtaken Echo. Oh, them. I think we should start with Aeon because Aeon is going to get very quickly overnumbered. <laughs> o- uh, overpowered, I should say. Yeah, give her the handicap. Let her go first. Look, yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, I just want to put out there first here's a disclaimer. Spaniards, please don't dox me. Love your country. Love your people. Love the vibe. Love Chanel. I truly don't get this song at all. And not only do I th- don't get it. I to me just sounds like a wall of noise. I respect her vocal ability. I think she's got good vocal ability, but the fatal flaw with this song is that, and I'm happy to be proven wrong in a couple of weeks' time. The fatal flaw with this song is that this is a Spanish song for Spaniards mostly. Like that is the real problem. And the funny thing is, Spaniards can't vote for their song. I get. The traditional aspect, I can hear it. I just think it's the least melodic song I've ever heard in quite some time. I'm not feeling a melody. I'm not feeling, I don't feel the any anything dynamic. There's, I don't feel there's any movement. I just think it's just a truly just wailing, but with, you know, in key. This will have the same issue that France had last year with Fulen. I think it's one of those things where it's like, oh, this is traditional. This speaks to us. This is our culture and it won't translate across to Europe. And uh, it'll flop because of that. Again, that's just me. I that think it's a, a lot nicer than I thought you'd be. It, it's a, well, I can be worse. I was, <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to be a bit diplomatic here because I know the Spaniards are the wildest Euro fans and they will find out where I live and work and what I eat for breakfast, and I'm kind of scared. Um, (laughs) But it's a huge shame because Benidorm actually served cunt for a whole weekend. It was an amazing selection. And to pick the one song that won't be able to translate across Europe and rest of the world globally, I think it's such a stupid decision by the public. I respect their decision to make stupid decisions, but ultimately... It'll come and bite them in the ass, and any and like I say, happy to be proven wrong in a couple of weeks' time. But I have a sneaking suspicion I won't be. Yeah, I don't know what you all are drinking. What you all? I Zoe. I've got no idea why you have this song that high. It's truly mind-boggling. Um, but well, let's hear from Zoe. Yeah. So like, this wasn't even like Benidorm was so strong this year. Let's just mm. start with that. This was my third in Benidorm, and it's still my second in Eurovision. Like. My top two above her was uh, Fuso Nocta and Maki Ripper, who both had 
some live performances. <laughs> they, they did have they, a live performance. They performed live. They, performed they did. Live. They, they were live. It. There's no denying. Um, studios for them both absolutely rip. I think uh, Traction might be my like, most listened to NF song that wasn't that didn't win. It's so fucking good. I love Blanca Paloma. I was so excited when I saw she was back. I loved her song from last year. Someone had to. Is... <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> so pretty are you kidding me i loved it this is just so interesting she's just the the best vocalist we've had in a, a while she's like up there for me with like the uh eugene bush peppers and the kate miller hard keys in terms of vocal talent one like, of them was good what, what wait, wait 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 hold who are you slurring here um bush pepper Mm. Lockie is going to skin you alive (laughs) (laughs) if I get him with the hammers first. (laughs) But like, as in like, she's easily up there and one of the best vocalists we've ever had at Eurovision. And I think this song's really interesting. The performance is so captivating. It just draws you in, you know, she's just so powerful. All the red and the, the fringe and I was I was sold the second I saw it. Giving cowboy vibes. It is. It's giving like Samantha Tina, big hat. Yeah, and fringe, we know what like happened to Samantha Tina. <laughs> that, uh, you said it. One of me. the biggest letdowns of the year. I rewatched I that say. the other night and I cried a little bit. Yeah, the second I saw this live, like even though it was my third, I'm like, she's winning. She's winning Benadorm. I really liked Agony as well. Um, mm. I want to put that out there. Who should have won? If we're being no. for real, for real, I'd be a little annoyed if they sent Agony because it's like two very similar songs back to back. Spain pre this Renaissance of Benidorm Fest were so flat and boring and yeah. just. I think the fact hey, that they've put gone some from respect on to Campion. Oh, I don't yeah. mind. No, it. it's fine. Yeah. I will disrespect to Campion. No. Live, it's a mess, but the Let's this studio. The studio was, it's really nice. <laughs> the Alfred and um, Amaya stands. Uh, <laughs> I love that song. When are we doing so that for karaoke? <laughs> when are we going to Wow's? But I think the fact that Spain have gone from slow mo to EIA just is like, just as a showing, I think they're entering their Portugal era of just revamping their national final and just blitzing it but isn't do you think Aya Aya is a correction from last year with i can't terror yes with terror yes uh yeah a bit because like terror was the televote winner right it was and like, like far and away the televote yeah. winner with like 80 percent. yeah a bit i think i i much love Aya Aya. I, I do kind of prefer terror a bit mm. i think terrors definitely would be more voter friendly but also see i've i had the same worries that you brought up not you th- not that you're worried about it but uh, <laughs> well they're an aq with like uh fine. no with like full n yes um but i think that didn't translate because while that is traditionally french it's traditionally french to a specific region it's nationally it's culturally uh representative but it's not what people think of when they think of france mm. when people think of spain they think of this kind of flamenco kind of mm. vibe so i don't think they'll have that issue i feel like if you looked at if you showed france to most people that almost say gaelic yeah, yeah um and not french national like culturally like distinct songs have done well like it doesn't have the same uh lyrical kind of like substance as like 1944 but i think of 1944 with very traditionally ukrainian sounds the wailing 
Mm. Um, I think of how well Shum did, which was very traditionally Ukrainian with some different influences. Yeah. But I think people like that kind of like different sound to what they're usually hearing. I think it really stands out in what we've been calling the TikTok year of very same, same. Um, I don't know if it will get top three or top five. I could see it top ten. I have faith in it and I'm very confident in it. But if it did kind of like fall down, I'd be like, uh, I'm sad, but like, yeah. I'm going to jump in and get Aiden to also share what he thinks about the song. Um, I like the song. I, I li- definitely liked it in the Benidorm lineup. It's more of a live performance kind of entry than like a song I listen to a lot personally. But, you know, she's obviously an incredible singer. And she's a very creatively minded person and the staging she has designed for it is very impressive, I think. Do either of you think that the song is slightly too traditional? Because, Zoe, I think you mentioned that um, 1944 as an example. That was still, I found, to be generally acceptable or voter-friendly while at the same time maintaining some level of like cultural authenticity. Same thing with Shum. Do you think that the, the flamenco influences throughout the whole song is just too traditional to the point where it's a little bit inaccessible? Well, I think it does have, like, it, it isn't just constant, though, for the three minutes. Like, it does ebb and flow, it does cut out, it does come back, it does come out, then it ends on this massive high. I think if it was just constant throughout, absolutely, yeah, that would be too much. But I think there's enough of those little divots where it's, like, very minimal background song. Like, it's, she's got, like, the... Like the like the keyboard, like the boo 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 Yeah, in the background. Since. Since, yeah. Um, but like, no, nothing else. Like, I think, I don't, I personally don't find it too much, but also I know I'm maybe a little bit biased. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I, I can, I, yeah, I don't, th- I think it's interesting enough, but not, to in your face. When I think of in your face, I think of like Georgia. <laughs> like that's a lot yeah, all the yeah. time, constantly. This yeah. kind of has, it's a bit more dynamic. Yeah. Yeah. And we know they're changing it up for the contest and the version she started performing at pre-parties, which replaces one of the repeats of just like, like one mm. of those, it cuts one and then it, it extends the introduction with more yeah, like. it's really yeah. nice. And I, I think that is sounding really promising. And that's actually what's kind of given me like a renewed interest in the song because it's kind of been growing off me, which is always kind of like a dangerous thing to say because first impressions are what matter. And Mm. so a song growing off me after I heard it in December doesn't really mean much in April. (laughs) Accessibility has always been the one question about this song since it was chosen, whether it's going to be too much, whether it's too loud and siren sounding. Mm. But I... If they are smart with how they cut it down for Eurovision, which it seems like they've got some good ideas, and if the staging translates well, which I don't see any reason why it shouldn't, I think the juries can easily have this top five. Mm. I don't know about the televote. Televote, I'm still seeing, like, high double digits at best. Yeah, the fact that they're straight AQ matters so much here. The juries, I reckon, are going to really like this. I, I wouldn't be surprised. I did say she comes across as a brilliant vocalist and I'm just so sad that the song is just not putting it lightly, my cup of tea. <laughs> <laughs> what about putting it heavily? 
Yeah, I was going to say, you haven't gone in on it as much as well, I thought you were going to. Well, Get some passion. I'm trying to be – well, it's a bin fire. To me, it's genuinely like – it's like ethanol inside of a bin <laughs> that's been thrown out of a fucking plane there that's exploded midway through – and then somehow somebody had records still going on and said, yep, this is our Eurovision That's the Aeon I was missing. Like, <laughs> and the sound of the exploding plane is still quieter than the note at the end exactly, of the song. <laughs> exactly. I, I, I don't mean to say, I don't ever despise songs, but this would be pretty close to it. Because at the same time, recognise, but I'm trying to be respectful of their culture because I think their culture is important to yes. them. And this is a way of showcasing them and I don't want to shit. Um, on their culture. But Spanish culture is definitely important. Yeah, but I just sometimes think the practicality of sending a song that you know is going to be not accessible is... But I reckon I'd argue that with, like, think of, especially now we've got the rest of the world vote, think of how big Latin music is worldwide. I think, no, no, I get that. I think people draw that conclusion a little bit quicker because Latin American and Latin American... Music is very different to Spanish music. Yeah. I think bec- people think that because they bo- both speak Spanish, they have a similar culture. I don't think this version of flamenco that's in Spain is, yes, it can translate across, but not as much as people are saying. They're, oh. they're almost saying it's Yeah, identical. I don't think it's not a one-to-one. Yeah. yeah not at all. Yeah. No, I just think it's like I feel like more people would probably appreciate the influence. But maybe. imagine they said agony, right? Yeah. And... Like, just picture this. They said Agony or even, um, what do you call it? Whoever Notch sung Notcha Terra. Yes. Vico. Thank Vico. you. Vico. That is not traditionally Spanish. That's a song sung in Spanish. No. Yeah. Spain and usually sends such good songs. Yeah. <laughs> and, that, <laughs> and that could appeal to anyone, both within, you know, the Latin sphere, but also globally. And I think sometimes, like, you had a great opportunity to really capitalise on slow-mo and... Anybody could have, you could have put, uh, I can't, I'm blanking on Agony's song, whatever it's called. Uh, Chiara Ade. Chiara Ade. Not could that it, we're fans. No, yeah, not at no. all. Uh, you could have put that or you could have put Argentina in any language, send it with any country. And it would still bang. It, yeah, it would still bang. It would still but be good. But isn't that it? But I think if we're getting to the point of like everything in Eurovision sounds like it could have come from any country, if we're having what we're already seeing with like the same five Swedish guys writing every song, like, I don't know. I think I'd like to have a bit more different, not saying that every celebrate country. Celebrate diversity. Celebrate mean? diversity is what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm not saying bring back the language rule or like every country mm. must send only. But it's like, I think it's a nice, it's nice to see in a year where I feel like you could swap and change a lot of the songs Yeah. Um, between countries. It's nice to have something a bit more distinct. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, no. Well, that was a lot more civil than I thought. I it would be. Jesus Christ. am just so surprised that you guys didn't go. I'm trying to keep my job, that. Jade. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you don't say there's actually like a three foot brick wall between Ayan and I right now, and we're both like <laughs> chained to the ground. <laughs> so we can't like launch at each other. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, really respectful debate. So rate this song out of 10. Me? Oh, well, okay, do, we, do we want to count down? One, two, three. Okay, let's do it. All right. Go. Deep breath. Three, two, one. Zero point five. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
where's the point five come from? Her vocal ability. Okay. This is only a point five. That's a point five. Really? Oh my god. Aiden? Uh eight, because she ate. <laughs> you finally give a whole number with your whole chest and it's a pun. You wouldn't have it any other way. Yeah. Great. Well, that was super, super responsible of the two of you uh, and of Aiden. Yeah. <laughs> you, just to set the scene for you folks, Jade has literally tied us up with handcuffs and has put us chained to the back of her desk. We've been starved for We've three days. We've been starved. We've been literally locked up. But she's like, I want you guys to give us a show, give everybody a show. And... I mean, I'm sorry, we couldn't fight each other. So that's what... If I sleep for 50, more than 15 minutes, she's at my neck with a taser. Yes, yes. She's pulled out every single hair follicle on my head. <laughs> <laughs> well, it check. really hurts. It really hurts. Please send help. <laughs> anyway, uh, let's check in to wrap this up. I want to check in on your top threes. So uh, I'll start with Aiden. I finally have a new one. Oh, okay. So my top two is the same as ever. Slovenia second, Finland first. Yep. Uh, And my new third placer, Lithuania is down to fifth. And and it's Samomisa Spava. No. (laughs) And everybody cheered. (laughs) It is very much not, although he is out of last place thanks to the Romania revamp. So that's That's, for you, Jade. That's so nice. Yeah, you're welcome. I'm an angel. And my third place is Because of You by Gustav. No. <laughs> really? Who's shocked? Who's shocked? <laughs> cool. All right. Well, Zoe. I think, I can't remember the last time if I my third changed or not. But I think my third's changed to uh, Latvia. It was Australia. I was debating it for a while. Yeah, I think my Sudden Lights, I uh, love it. Good tune. And then my second and first is still the same. So Spain and Finland. Spain and Finland, yeah. Great. Uh, that's never going to change, I don't think. Uh, yeah. It feels pretty locked in. Yeah, definitely. Aeon. Nice. It's uh, been a while since we've heard your top has, three. It has. Um, and surprise, surprise, nothing's changed. still have <laughs> the same three. Um, and, I, and I think this is a three that I'll probably be sticking with. So that's Austria three with mm-hmm. uh, who the hell is Edgar? Uh, number two is the amazing, beautiful, poetic Czechia, <laughs> Vesna, my sister's crown. Yes. And obviously number one is uh, Finland, um, cha-cha-cha. Um, I'm so, I'm actually stupidly so confident about this song winning. I've booked yeah. Helsinki already. Did you? I oh did. I booked the Yukon. Just for yourself? Uh, no, I think, it, I think it's like, no, I think it's like five. Oh, yeah, five. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not a one better. Yeah, I, we're yes. all going. Yeah. <laughs> we're all going. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, only because, yeah, whatever. I, I, it's, that can we go over to UMK as well? I'd love to see UMK. Okay, if you're rich. <laughs> aren't you a bartender? <laughs> <laughs> and they need bartenders in Finland. He can tend bar over there. I'll just yeah. tell I'm working from home. My <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Finland. Helsinki. Yeah. yeah. They won't oh check. Um, I am so confident that Finland's winning that I put money on Finland to win. Which <gasps> really? Is, I did. I have a tradition every year where I place a bet on a song to win or come top five. And what I do is when I win money, because I win money every year, I just keep it in the account. So I don't actually end up putting more money on. So I've turned like five bucks into 50 at this point. 
And this year I made the call as soon as uh, he won UMK. And I was like, I think this is it. And I put it on at $6.50. Oh, shit. That's a good odds. That's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like. I mean, tattoo is ever a threat, but. I mean, tattoo, the odds, are, there's no point putting money on it because yeah, everyone puts like money on it. Dollar or two. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, true. yeah. Even before, like, as soon as we knew Laureen was in it in November, it was like, and the odds are 1.01. <laughs> yeah. It's, it was crazy. So, yeah, I've got money on Finland. I also have money on Austria. And that was when they, uh, but when the leak came out, <laughs> right? So before the song came out, I put money on it and it was like $81. Oh my God. So I chucked a cheeky uh, tenor on it. We love that. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. But that does bring us to the end of this podcast. So thank you once again for joining us. And I want to thank Aeon, Zoe and Aiden for being here. Thank, thank you. you for having Thanks. me. Yeah. And I'd like Thanks, to thank folks. Aeon for not killing me. Oh, that's because I'm doing it off the record. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah just so you know. Great. Um, cool. Thanks. Tune in for the after show for that. Uh, thank you for joining us. If you would like to tell us why we're wrong at any stage, you can follow us on social media at Eurotrash Talk on Twitter and Instagram. And we can't wait to hear from you and uh, join us for the next episode, which will be coming out soon. And that's it. We're done. Woo. Nice. Good boy. Can't wait for the next one. Catch you later, cunts. See you. <laughs> Eurotrash Talk podcast is recorded, edited, and produced by Jade Gray. The Eurotrash Talk theme song is composed by Lachlan Trappett and recorded and produced by Jade Gray. Oh.